Revelation chapter 9, verses 1 and 2. Then the fifth angel sounded, and I saw a star falling from heaven to the earth. And to him was given the key to the bottomless pit. And he opened the bottomless pit, and smoke arose out of the pit like the smoke of a great furnace. And the sun and the air were darkened because of the smoke of the pit. This star that John sees falling is not a literal star, but an angel. The word star is used in scripture several times to denote angels. In Job 38 verse 7, it says, When the morning stars sang together, and all the sons of God shouted for joy. And in Daniel chapter 8 verse 10, it says, And it grew up to the host of heaven. And it cast down some of the host and some of the stars to the ground and trampled them. The fallen angels that followed Satan are also referred to as stars. Upon first reading Revelation uh, chapter 9 verses 1 and 2, some people might mistakenly think that this angel is one of Satan's angels, or even Satan himself opening up the bottomless pit. But this is not the case. This angel is one of God's holy angels. This same angel appears in Revelation chapter 20 verses 1 through 3 when it says, And I saw an angel come down from heaven, having the key of the bottomless pit, and the great chain in his hand. And he laid hold on the dragon, that old serpent, which is the devil, and Satan, and bound him a thousand years and cast him into the bottomless pit, and shut him up, and set a seal upon him, that he should deceive the nations no more, till the thousand years should be fulfilled. And after that he must be loosed for a little season. This cannot be a bad angel, because he certainly wouldn't try to bind his king Satan, and cast him into the bottomless pit. This has to be a very powerful angel to be able to take Satan and cast him into the bottomless pit and defeat him. Scripture reveals that this angel is none other than Michael the archangel. In Daniel chapter 10 verses 13, one of the angels are talking to Daniel why, why, his, why Daniel's prayer wasn't answered right away. And he says to Daniel, but the prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me 21 days. It's another uh, acronym or name for Satan, the king of Persia. But Michael, one of the chief princes, came to help me, and I remained there with the kings of Persia. And then in Daniel chapter 10, verses 21, But I will show you that which is noted in the scripture of truth. And there is no one that holds with me in these things but Michael, your prince. That's talking about Michael, the archangel, also known as one of the princes of angels, an archangel of God. Whenever and wherever there is any kind of battle of war taking place between good and evil, good angels and bad angels, Michael, the archangel, is always there. Revelation 12 verse 7 says, Michael defeated Satan and cast him into the earth. Michael the archangel opens the bottomless pit. 
And what does John see? Smoke. Smoke as of a great furnace and smoke so thick it darkens the sun and pollutes the air we breathe. People will be choking and gasping for lack of fresh air. Their eyes will be burning from the hot thick smoke and they will die from suffocation. Guess what? Jesus was telling the truth. There is a real place called hell and Hades and that is where the unbelievers will end up. Matthew chapter 13 verses 41 and 42 Jesus himself said the son of man will send out his angels and they will gather out of his kingdom all things that offend and those who practice lawlessness and will cast them into the furnace of fire there there will be wailing and gnashing of teeth Revelation 9 verses 3 through 11 then out of the smoke locusts came upon the earth and to them was given power like scorpions of the earth have power they were commanded not to harm the grass of the earth or any green thing or any tree but only those men who do not have the seal of God on their foreheads and they were not given authority to kill them but to torment them for five months and their torment was like the torment of a scorpion when it strikes a man. In those days, men will seek death, but will not find it. They will desire to die, but death will flee from them. And the shape of the locusts was like horses prepared for battle. And on their heads were crowns of something like gold. And their faces were like the faces of men. They had hair like women's hair, and their teeth were like the lion's teeth. And they had breastplates like breastplates of iron. And the sound of their wings was like the sound of chariots with many horses running into battle. They had tails like scorpions, and there were stings in their tails. And their power was to hurt men five months. And they had a king over them, the angel of the bottomless pit whose name in Hebrew is Abaddon, but in Greek his name is Apollyon. I personally have never actually seen a swarm of locusts, except on television, where they indeed look like a thick black cloud, dark enough to block out the sunlight. These locusts are not ordinary plant-eating locusts, and they are not like the locusts mentioned anywhere else in the Bible. Proverbs 30 verse 27 states, Locusts have no king. But in Revelation 9 verse 11 states, They had a king over them, which is an angel of the bottomless pit. The Greek word for locust is akras, and it literally means locusts throughout the scriptures. Ordinary locusts are considered clean food for eating and have been for centuries. Locusts was the principal meal for John the Baptist. Matthew chapter 3 verse 4 And John himself was clothed in camel's hair with a leather belt around his waist and his food was locusts and wild honey. The locusts in Revelation 9 verse 3 however are intelligent beings capable of thinking and following orders. 
The beginning of Revelation 9.4 says, It was commanded them. These demon locusts have the ability to think and obey commands. They are unlike any other locusts since all other locusts eat vegetation. These locusts, however, are told to leave the grass and the trees and the herbs alone. These are demon locusts released from the bottomless pit and are given power like a scorpion. Scorpions sting with their tail, and although their poison is deadly to most animals, it is usually not potent enough to kill a human being, but will make a person violently ill and cause excruciating pain. These locusts are commanded to only hurt those men who do not have the seal of God on them. Revelation verse 5 These locusts will not kill men, but anyone who gets bit by them will be tormented. These locusts will stick around for five months. According to National Geographic, when an ordinary swarm of locusts strike the earth, it is for a five-month period that lasts from May to September. Can you imagine trying to commit suicide? Yet no matter what you do, you can't kill yourself? People will try to overdose on drugs, jump out of buildings, gas themselves, shoot themselves, slit their wrists, etc. And nothing will work. All they will accomplish is to add to their already excruciating pain and suffering. Revelation 9 verse 7 says that the shape of the locusts were like horses prepared unto battle. As I stated earlier, the horse in Old Testament times to the Jews and the Oriental nations represented power, conquest, battles, war, and victory. Verse 7b says that on their heads were crowns like gold. These demon locusts are already wearing the victory, the Stephanos crowns. They know that nothing man tries to do can destroy them until their mission is accomplished. When you look at a close-up of a locust, you can see that they almost look like tiny horses. There is actually a species of locust called horse grasshoppers, mainly because of their size of about four to five inches long. The prophet Joel in his book gives a distinct similarity of Revelation 9 verse 7 when comparing locusts to horses. You can read that in Joel chapter 2 verses 1 through 11. Joel's description is not of literal horses or horsemen. Horses do not climb walls or roofs or enter windows like a thief. They, knew not, they do not fly in the heavens and in such numbers as to darken the sun, moon, and stars. And they certainly do not escape during wounded, being wounded if pierced in battle, but demons that are shaped like locusts can. Revelation verse 8. They had hair like women's hair. In the culture at the time that John wrote this book, there was nothing considered more seductive than the hair of a woman. In Scripture, there are many instructions on how a woman is to care for and wear her hair. In 1 Corinthians verse, uh, chapter 11, verse 15, it says, But if a woman has long hair, it is a glory to her, for her hair is given her for a covering or a veil. In 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 9, it says, 
in like manner also that the women adorn themselves in modest apparel, with propriety and moderation, not with braided hair or gold or pearls or costly clothing. And in 1 Peter 3, 3, it says, Do not let your beauty be that outward adorning of arranging hair, the hair. These warnings from three different writers, Peter, Paul, and Timothy, were given for a reason. They knew that a woman's hair could be used seductively, and there is no place for this kind of behavior in the church. During the period from 33 AD to about 100 AD, the women used their hair as a way to express their sensuality and seductiveness, much as a woman of the 21st century often wear their clothing as a means to seduce men. Though these locusts are very repulsive creatures from the bottomless pit, they seem to also have an intriguing, almost a seductive nature that will stir the curiosity of man. They have teeth like lions, which are probably more a defensive weapon, being that their real power is in their tails to make men sick. Their breastplates, like iron, help make them indestructible from the weapons of mankind. They are impressive creatures. The sound of their wings as the sound of chariots and many horses running to battle. Have you ever heard how loud just one tiny grasshopper is when you come close to stepping on it and it tries to get out of your way? Can you imagine what millions of these demon locusts will sound like with their wings beating as they fly? In Revelation chapter 9 verse 10, the Lord repeats the warning that their tails sting like scorpions with the power to hurt lasting five months. The Lord must be trying to drive home a very important point. Don't forget, this is just the first of three woes. These demon locusts had a king over them, an angel from the bottomless pit. This particular angel must also be a very important and powerful angel that the scriptures actually reveal his name. Reveal his name. Though the scriptures reveal that there are tens of thousands times tens of thousands times thousands and thousands of angels, the scriptures only name a few of them. Michael, the archangel, Gabriel, and Lucifer, also known as Satan. This angel's name in the Hebrew tongue is Abaddon, which literally means green like a locust. Revelation 9 verse 12. One woe is past. Behold, still two more woes are coming after these things. If you thought the first woe was bad, wait until you see these next two. <laughs>